You're listening to the Her Money, Her Business podcast. This podcast is for women starting or growing their own business and features episodes about money management, reducing financial stress, and how to grow a profitable business that's built to last. We want to see women in business thriving. So if you avoid discussing money, lack confidence managing money, or want to struggle less while making money, then you're in the right place. Let's make finance fun and money matter. I'm your host, Sonia Belzarolo, and this is the Her Money, Her Business podcast. Hello and welcome to the first episode or the launch episode of the Her Money, Her Business podcast. Thanks for being here. Today, I am recording on a Sunday to get this episode out to you. I've got a very quiet house, and uh, so I thought I'd take the opportunity to record an episode. And so today, I wanted to talk to you about my top five financial foundations for uh, women in business and for business owners who are particularly starting out in business. It's great to get these things underway and set in place early. But if you've been in business for a little while and you're listening to this episode and thinking, "Mm, I don't have some of those things in place, it's obviously not too late. You can definitely go back and and review your business and and try and get some of these things in place. I would really encourage you um, to definitely have these five things in place for your business as foundations to getting your finances um, organized and flowing in a smooth way that makes it a lot easier for you to work with your finances in your business. So the first one I want to talk about is a very simple one. It's having separate personal and business expenses accounts. So separating your personal and business expenses just makes it so much clearer and so much easier for you to manage the finances of your business. So I use ING. Um, I'm not an affiliate for ING or anything. I just love the ease of that and also having just a, an easy online bank that I can use with um, no fees, which is amazing. Um, and you can set up a couple of different accounts in there. So I have a business account and I have a tax account. So anytime invoices come through that have been paid, I just move a portion of that in there to separate out the tax and make it easy. Or if I'm saving up for purchasing a course or an item or something for the business, then I might pop you know extra money in there and purchase that when I've got that money there. Um, so, you know, you can obviously have your personal expenses under the same bank account, and I would actually encourage that. Um, so we also have our personal family banking with ING as well, and it's easy just to transfer money in and out. So if you're, you know, paying yourself a wage each week, which you should definitely be uh, giving yourself some money out of your business, then it's easy enough to just each week go in there and transfer that money over into your family bank account Um, So having your personal and business expenses definitely separate, but I would encourage you to use the same bank just for ease of use. Um, So that's the first one, uh, separating your personal and business expenses. Number two is knowing your money status. So in my book, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Business, I have a section on uh, knowing your money status, and I talk about both personal and business money status. And so that's what I'm also going to talk about in this section. Um, So on a personal side or a personal point of view, if you now don't know as of today how much money you owe versus how much money you have in the bank um, or how much money you're bringing in each month as, um, you know, as sales, et cetera, that you're then paying yourself uh, on a personal point of view, then you're not sure of your money status. And it's a really important thing. Um, It can be scary, I know, um, particularly if you've got lots of, you know, debts or credit cards and, you know, we've all been there. It's, you know, there's no problem with that. It's, um, 
you know, it's something that, that happens or can happen. Um, but if you don't know where you're at, then you certainly can't deal with it. And you're certainly going to have some problems being able to put yourself on a path to rectify those things. So my suggestion would be that if you don't know that, then just bite the bullet and go and do an audit. Um, it can be a simple spreadsheet if you're not really sure where to start. Um, I've given you a free download in the show notes for this episode. It's a personal finances exercise that I have in my book, but I'm um, yeah, I'm giving it to you for free. So just go and download that from the show notes. Um, there's a link there if you don't know where to start on that. Um, once you've done an audit, you know where you're at, then just keep an eye on that status. So it's exciting if you then go ahead and put a plan in place to start paying off some of those things if you've got some debt there. Um, it's really good to be able to keep reviewing it, see when it changes, um, track your progress, see you know how things are going. It's very motivating to pay things off and then move on to the next one and you know cut up your cards if you've got a, a credit card debt or whatever. It's very motivating to do that, to keep going and sort out your finances. So if you're in that situation, then I would definitely encourage you to do the audit and then keep an eye on your status. Um, we actually use um, as a family something called Pocketbook. Um, it does take a bit of work. So you've got to upload all of your bank accounts and your loans or whatever you've got. And then you uh, reconcile um, or put each of the expenses into pockets, if you like. So you might have a um, an entertainment pocket and a um, business expenses pocket and a meals pocket or however you want to set it up, make it as simple, as complex and detailed as you like. But it really lets you track on a daily basis what's happening. So if you're working towards paying off loans or things, then Pocketbook, um, if you're keeping up with that, you know, reconciling of the expenses into the different pockets, you can really see the change as it's happening. So that's a great um, tool to use if you want to go into that much or a closer monitoring of what's happening if you're on a on that sort of track to, to pay things off and um, have less money owing, I guess, than what you've got in the bank and what you're bringing in. So, yeah, so give that a go if you want to. Um, so the other side of things of knowing your money status is your business. So reviewing your business finances regularly is important, whether that's daily or weekly. So that's things like knowing what your incomings are, what are your outgoings, so what are you paying out versus what you've got coming in. Um, know who owes you money from unpaid invoices. So if you have... Um, if you're in that situation where you've got lots of um, invoices out there that haven't been paid, I know chasing money is difficult for small business owners, um, but it is a reality for some people. Um, and so if, you know, if that's happening, then keep an eye on that and really make sure that you know where, you know, who owes you money, et cetera. And who you owe money to. So I use just a list of the direct debits. I've got that on our fridge and we know when things are coming out uh, of our business and of, you know, personal as well. We use it for both. Um, so just knowing um, and tracking what direct debits you've got so it's not um, a bit of a shock when things are coming out each month. Um, and same concept in your business, do you owe um, or pay out each month more than you're invoicing out to clients? So it's important to just keep an eye on that and really know where you're at um, or what your money status is. So we've looked at uh, separate personal and business accounts. We looked at the money status. Now I wanted to have a look at number three, which is managing sales and expenses closely. So really just following off from knowing, following on from knowing your money status 
is um, looking at particularly expenses. This can be one that trips um, business owners up in the beginning is, you know, you're uh, you're probably, you know, setting your business up and you're signing up to things that you, you know, you, you want to use in your business, whether it's Canva or Zoom or, you know, all those sorts of things. Um, have a do a bit of an audit on your expenses as well if you haven't done that or if you haven't done that recently and get rid of things that you don't need subscriptions apps are a perfect example this apple's very good for this you need to go into your settings into subscriptions and see what has what is on auto renew or what subscriptions you've got that you don't actually use and just get rid of them it can save you a heap of money if you haven't done that recently or regularly. And then just keep a keep a track of what when things are renewing. Cancel things that you don't or you won't use again before they renew. Um, so just yeah, keeping track of all of that. Also avoid premature spending. Save or earn your way to purchasing business needs or upgrades where possible. Sometimes you have to invest in things as there's, there's no way around it. But if you, you know, if you're really making a conscious effort to earn your way into purchasing things, so you know, sell sell more products, um, sell more services if there's something in particular that you want, and get yourself to that goal of purchasing whatever it is that you need where possible. That's a great way to think about expenses in your business rather than prematurely spending on things and then you're constantly sort of trying to keep keep up with what you've paid out unless of course it's something that's an investment and it's going to pretty much you know return straight away what you've put into it and also on the sales sides of things just review your sales uh, regularly so do you need more clients or more products do you need to increase your sales do you have a product or a service that's more popular that should focus that you should focus on to increase your sales or do you have an unprofitable product or service that maybe you need to rethink maybe something that's either draining you in energy and taking a lot of time to deliver or something that um, you know you no longer want to be offering um, you know unprofitable doesn't necessarily mean from a money point of view if it's really draining your energy and taking a lot of time versus what you're charging for it then it may not be yeah may not be providing for you anymore so that's just managing your sales and your expenses closely so number four is organizing your business and knowing your numbers. So being organized with your money or your numbers, first of all, which is, is things like how to keep track of receipts from expenses, um, sales invoicing for clients. Um, do you have a system in place where you know that you've signed someone up, now you need to invoice them? Do you, how do you keep track of that and make sure that you're not missing out or leaving money on the table? And also important business information, tracking of that um, and recording of that and being organized with it. Once you've done those things, then when you need to draw stats on your business, so for example, a P&L or knowing how much a profit and loss statement, knowing how much money you're making, you'll have more reliable, up-to-date information. If you haven't got an organized way of doing those things, then when you want to know where your business is at money-wise or financial-wise, then you won't necessarily have that reliable, up-to-date information. So that's important, being organized with those sorts of things. Organizing your finances also means having an accounting system in place. So whether you're starting out and you're just tracking it on a simple spreadsheet, um, I did that in the very beginning. I didn't have an accounting software system straight away, way back when. Um, so that's something that can just simply track your spend and your sales. Uh, so what expenses are going out, what invoices are coming in, um, that's a simple spreadsheet. Or you go the next step when you're ready and you have an accounting software system in place like zero. So um, you can run detailed reports from it and you can uh, really track your incomings and outgoings. 
I do promote Xero because I absolutely love Xero. I've used most other accounting systems and I just find that nothing from my point of view matches up to it. So I would definitely recommend Xero. But of course, you can, yeah, if you're needing a software system, you can go with anything that, that works for your business. And lastly, um, in this section of organising your business and knowing your numbers, it is true that time is money. And so organising your business information is just as important as organising your the money side of things and how you track everything. Uh, so using something like Trello or ClickUp for me is a great way of keeping everything in one spot and being organized. I use a mixture of Trello and ClickUp depending on what I'm recording. Um, but yeah, it's it's got to be something that works for you and that you'll continue using. So you can use it for anything like to-do lists, managing projects, recording client information, keeping track of your insurances, your registration memberships, subscriptions, uh, direct debit tracking, important info about your business, staff information, um, tracking of goals. So it's limitless what you can use these systems for, but they, you really should have something that organises your business information because you can waste otherwise so much time trying to find things. Um, so if it's all in one spot and it's organised, then um, you're on the right track. So we've looked at personal business expenses, knowing your money status, managing your sales and expenses closely, organising your business and your numbers. So the last one I've got for you, number five of the financial foundations that I believe in, is having money goals and using reward and recognition. So having money and business goals is an important foundation, keeps you on track, lets you know that you're on the right track um, and that you're heading in the right direction. And it also tells you when to celebrate and reward achievements. So having small step rewards in place really encourages and motivates you. So big goals are great. So knowing what you want to earn for the year, what you want to um, invoice out for the year, et cetera, but they can seem very far away or big lofty goals. So you really want to bring it down to um, rewarding yourself on the steps on the way to those big goals as motivation. So celebrate the wins, know your milestones and know when you get there. So if you don't know what the steps are and what goals you're heading towards, then you won't know when you've hit those milestones. And that's really important to celebrate those wins. And that might be celebration in terms of um, something you do for yourself, or it might just be a, you know, a celebration of we've achieved this and just taking some time to acknowledge that. Yeah, whatever works for you, but you definitely need to reward and recognize those little things that happen along the way that are important to your business and the growth of your business. So that's it. Those are my five financial foundations. So I'd really encourage you to take the info in this episode and the five foundations and have a look where you're at with your business. Do you have some of them or all of them in place? If not, just take some steps to put them in place over time as you can. So that's it for this episode. I'll be back in episode two with guest expert Emma Franklin-Bell, and we're talking about why your knowledge is valuable. Bye for now. Inspired to take action? Head on over to our website, blossomingbusiness.com.au, for this episode's show notes and access to all of our resources. You've been listening to the Her Money, Her Business podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. I'm Sonia Belzarolo, and until next time, keep striving to make finance fun and money matter. <laughs>